listening to Cocktails and Confessions. Uh, hosting with me today is Danny St. James. Hello, hello. And our guest is London scene legend. London Mag- scene legend. Ah! Ah! Fucking a little bit more Oh, can I, can I, can I, DJ to the stars and international meme curator. <laughs> Stealer. Ah, yeah, the thief. thief. The yeah. meme thief. The TV never credit me. The meme thief and a meme thief. I never nicked any of yours, you stupid Yeah, gun. of course you have. When have I nicked any of yours? All the fucking time I see oh, them in your store. In your head. In your head, bitch. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You are like known for memes now, though, aren't you? Oh, you know what? It's kind of mad. It's like, it really is mad. I'll be in airports and people will come up to me and go, excuse me. And I'll be like, and it throws me. Yeah. Like, you know, because what it does is... People think that they know you. My friend's mum. People automatically my mom, think my that friend's mum said to me, "Oh my god, Fat Tony followed yeah. me back." But and I was like, "What?" People, and it's, it's Tony. Bizarre, it's, like, it's, yeah, but we see it like that. But yeah. People, obviously, honestly, it's bizarre. I I literally get cab driver shadow cab window. It's kind of like it's really odd. Of all the things that I've done in my life, this is kind of like people stop you in the street and go, "Oh my god, I love your Instagram." Yeah. All my friends send screenshot it and mm. send it to me every day, and it kind of just. It's bizarre. How it's a nice little moment of happiness, though, isn't it's it? It's good. I, you know, I enjoy it because what it does is, if you read some of the messages that I get sent, makes it all worthwhile. I mean, I have everyone from Paris Hilton right the way through the back. You know, everybody, like so many different people follow me. And it's like, it's bizarre sometimes. I've got like, oh my God, I didn't realise you followed me. Do you get what I mean? Mm. And it's like, and then they want you to change. They're like, oh, can you change this? Me and Danny have got a bet on to see how many names you drop throughout this That's podcast. That's fine. <laughs> because there's not name dropping. These people I've I worked with all in my, part of my life. I know. You've got to remember, I come from an era that was, you know, I grew up with these people. It's not yeah. like I'm sitting in name dropping. It's, you know, these people are part of my life. Of course. They're, they're either work Your colleagues mates. or people that I've grown up with and my best friends. They just happen to do a job. And it happens to put them in the front, you know, <laughs> the spotlight yeah totally mm. so you know it's not about me name dropping I mean it's, that's just a sad way of looking at Anthony that's because you've got no one in your life <laughs> oh well I have you know you, that you uh, dropped Mark Ashley Dupay's name six times since I've been here <laughs> the level of your circle excuse why me why did you uh, hula hoop bitch Marcus Collins followed me on Instagram the other day wow. Marcus, Collins, Marcus Collins will follow you anywhere darling he's in the toilet <laughs> <laughs> I love Marcus like, yeah Marcus is sweet yeah, Marcus is gorge <laughs> Um, but she would follow you to the toilet. <laughs> so what is... Sounds like a dodgy night out to me. Go on. <laughs> What's uh, the latest with your love life, Danae? Uh, I've been dating someone about, yeah, about six weeks, going on two months now. That's quite serious. Yeah, it is, yeah. I, d- I deleted Grinder and deleted uh, gl- d- deleted Grinder and Tinder and all that lot, so that's like a... Um, well, since Jason Prince has been on Grindr, uh, uh, dressed as Miss Prince, it's probably a lot of competition, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, nearly two months. Oh, yeah, he's lovely. Really, really nice guy. He's Irish, um, six, four. No, he hasn't. He's got, like, really fair brown hair, but it's like, nice. yeah, he's lovely. He's you really love a tall man. Doing? How do you I, find I all do these love tall men? It's because... Uh, if, she is a tall man. Ah! Uh, <laughs> I hate you, girl. Get in the sea. I know, come on, it's like for life. Get in the sea. It's femme for femme. Um, I, um, I, well, I won't date someone unless they're over the same the height d- as me. Why would you go out with a short man? Never. You, just, you wouldn't. No, I won't date someone unless they're at least my height and if not taller. I was dating a guy in heels must a few like. months ago. I don't wear the heels. No. Um, I was dating a guy a few months ago um, and he was six foot ten. That was fab. What the fuck? Yeah, what, he had was to he d- in the circus? He had to duck to get into Tesco. It was fab. Uh, but yeah, I only date a couple of guys. Can I just say that um, 
you wore that outfit, those photos that you did the other day. Oh, you, look, you looked incredible. Thank you so Fucking much. Fucking incredible. That was like, um, made my hair stand on end. That was for Malcy's new music video. You, you looked amazing. You did look amazing. I'm, do, I'm working with her in a couple of weeks. She's, She's fab. That. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm me, her, Grimmy, and Annie Mack are doing the Terence Higgins Trust thing. We did. I'm them. actually doing the new campaign. You know, the hold your finger up to. HIV, and I want to do it like that, but they won't let me. I'm like, come on, it'd be really good. Just yeah. to have one person doing it. And they're like, no. Oh, it makes no sense. So that way around. Come on, just do it that way around. Yeah. yeah. Come on, just let me do it. And then you're also like putting your middle finger up to the stigma as well. Exactly. You know I'm I mean? going to do it. I don't care. I'm doing it on Tuesday. I'm just going to say, <laughs> if you don't let me do it, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and they want me to wear blue as well. It's like, fucking blue's not my colour. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've got green eyes. Um, yeah, but you looked amazing. Thank you. So it was, like, yeah, it was really funny. amazing. So Mel's got a new music video coming out. Um, to think about high heels. I'm so glad you're talking about it because no one's going to see it. Um, ah! <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> anyway, me and all the Think the Pink lot did it, so oh. it, was, it was such a lot. Rent a gay, yeah, yeah. rent a gay, yeah, yeah. I was one of them. No. <laughs> rent a tran, yeah, <laughs> man in a tran, <laughs> man Meal. in a white tran, meals on wheels, <laughs> yeah. yeah um, so yeah, van. That's pretty much it. My love life's been uh, pretty tame because it's all been about him. So yeah. Okay, well that's cute for you. Yeah, You're in that like um, little lust honeymoon period. Right? Yeah, totally. totally. It's the best time. Yeah, before we before we start hating each other. Yeah. Perfect. We start <laughs> farting on what Oh my god. Sleep and stuff. I did for the first time the other day. I farted in front of him by accident. Awful. Oh my god. Feeling, I wanted right? to die. I literally wanted to oh die. Oh my god. Yeah. How bad? Like how bad was it? That was um, it so loud, I like... couldn't hold it in. So I just like put my hand on my bum cheek and it came out like yeah, okay. and he still heard it and he called me out oh my god I was <gasps> yeah of course I was opening it well, I do it time it was, I was mortified oh my god do you and David fart on each other uh, David farts all the time how long have you and David been together uh, David, me and David have been together six and a half years in gay Today, years I met David. gay years that's like so, yeah, I, so I, I met David I was like in I just moved out of Hampstead out of Georgia so I moved to Pimlico for the dogs because the dogs couldn't make up the stairs anymore. So I got this flat in Pimlico and it was like the big move. And I thought, right, I'm going to knock the sex addiction on the head. I'm not going to do I'm not going to have a revolving door like I did at Hampstead. You know, because when I lived with George, George had lived there 30 years and he didn't know his neighbours. And he said to me, oh, I've lived here 30 years and I don't know any of my neighbours. You've been here four years and you fucked the whole of Hampstead. And I was like, uh-huh. that's kind of true. <laughs> like we'd be walking up the road and I go, oh, hi, George, how do you know, Mum? Fucked him. It's like, and I, but you know, I moved and I wasn't going to do that sex addiction thing and of course mm-hmm. you know as we all know geographicals mean nothing when you're in addiction so you know I moved in here and I boom the revolving door happened was that through Grindr you were just on the apps yeah I was on all the apps yeah. I was on all the apps and I was kind of on that planet Romeo and I was like in their top 10 penis it was a site oh. you don't want to go there and it was like you know um, wait they had a top 10 penis list yes in the Shut world people were, were you on it yeah and, and people, people sending me it. messages like I'm coming to London in six months can I see you and it was just like Shut anyway, it's boring. Up. So basically, it was a part of my life that shut, thank God. But you know that. So I was like lost in that. And then David messaged me a couple of times on Facebook. And I was like, oh, whatever. And it was like, you know, and I'd arranged to meet him. And then what happened was uh, one Sunday, he caught me on the off and he said, oh, what are you doing? I said, why don't you come over? So he came over. We fucked. And then. Uh, I had this ice cream shop around the corner from me in Pimlico that I used to take the shags to yeah. to say good, get rid of them. Do you know what I mean? I always go for ice cream. And I always get out of my flat. Do you know what I mean? So you go for ice cream. How many and scoops a week were you going oh, through, Hans? <laughs> my loyalty card was well and truly stamped. So literally, uh, I was in there and I used to laugh because the guy would look at me like, 
shaking his head because I'd go in there like six times a day with different men. And oh, all these like little chickens crying into their uh, rocky road. Sweet tooth. Yeah, it was a very rocky road. And, uh, <laughs> more of a raspberry ripple. And uh, I took him in and uh, then I just, I thought, oh, this one's really nice. I like him. And we went back to my house and he never moved out. He never went home. He oh. went home that night and the next day he came back and then he, he just stayed. And that's been like six and a half years and uh, we're engaged, of course, and it's kind of like cha- life-changing stuff. You haven't set a date, though, to marry, have no, you? No, we kind of had, and then we hadn't, and then it was like, my life got really busy. Mm. You know, my life mm. got really busy, and in order for me to maintain that busyness, I have to kind of have some, like, kind of goal at the end of it, and the marriage thing's a big goal. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it probably. Oh, my yeah. God, your wedding's going to be uh, huge. Well, I want to see that guest list. Yeah. I kind of already know what I want to do for it. I kind of, like, you know, ah, I want... Us. Because, you know, in the 80s, I lost nearly all of my peer group. I lost everybody mm. to AIDS and, you know, that whole AIDS epidemic. And, you know, at that time in London, no one would bury anyone and no one would do the services mm. because mm. they didn't know what AIDS was. Yeah. You know, it was this gay fucking, you know, plague sent by yeah. God. Yeah. So churches wouldn't bury anyone. They wouldn't really? do the funerals. Yeah, was, we mm. went through hell. Oh, my yeah. goodness. We went I through hell. The community went through hell. So there was this one church in, in, in Els Court that had a gay vicar. And ah, he okay. would put... Look, my hair's standing on it. He would put the rainbow flag over the altar. It was insane. Oh, my God. And I want to get married there. That's gorgeous. Oh, that's because amazing. for me, it, it's like closure and it's it's full circle. And, with you. Mm. and I've asked Jimmy Somerville to sing uh, already and he said he would because he, it, he's a big part of that and I want him to sing Small Town Boy at the wedding and George. And, so I think, if anything, it could probably be at the beginning, middle of next year, like just springtime. Mm. I think that's what I was aiming for. I was, well, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag now, I was planning to do it on his birthday this year because he wants a big party for like a, a he wants a... Uh, <laughs> he wants it's his 40th and he he wants David's a 40. Uh, the greatest shit I know he doesn't look what he doesn't look 40 he doesn't are look you fucking kidding he looks 27 I day. thought David was a lot closer to my age I'm 27 and okay. I thought he was no, maybe 33 it's his 40th and he he wants a greatest showman birthday Fuck. he wants a greatest showman birthday party okay that'd be fun and he wants everyone to come as films like his you know, favourite musical and he wants flash mobs and he's getting it I'm doing it but what I was going to do was have everyone come knowing that it was the wedding and not tell him. And then he was going to well, be... Well, and have like what, a great showman wedding. Why did you not go with that? Because <laughs> I, I don't want that. Yeah, because oh, you thought, I thought it would be amazing for him. But also, at the same time, that takes his wedding day away from him. It does, it does, totally. Because that's do me doing that. Like, yeah. It's me just turning yeah, it into what all, I want for him. You. Yeah. yeah, and that's wrong. So I, we're going to plan it. We're going to plan it beautifully. I've got, you know... Uh, couple of wedding planners think they're taking over. You know, it's good. We're going to do it properly. Oh, my God, your wedding's going to be insane. And, of course, insane. everyone will be there, of course. It goes without saying. It's like... I'm going to wear family. a wedding dress just to take the attention. You can't. Right? We're wearing Dior, so it's fine. Jim <laughs> <laughs> Joe's doing the suits. Amazing. It's already planned. Most of it's planned. Do you go? I mean, when you've been engaged for, like, four years, it's kind of like... I'm going to wear a leather garter belt. Just that, on its own? No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and a ball gag. Have you seen that before? Obviously a smile. Have you been there before wearing that outfit? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How's your life, life, yeah, life you babe? Um, yeah, no, I had a date the other day that was just... It was really weird. So basically I'd matched with this guy on Tinder. Yeah. And then just fizzled out. I kind of left it. And then 
a few a few, like a couple months later, he then messaged me on Grinder because we were in the same theater watching this Gloria Esteban shit. I don't know. Right. I was there for my friend's birthday. It was just random that we were there at the same time, and then nothing happened from that. Mm. And then a couple months later, when I was just going to Ibiza, I then walked past him at the airport. No, no way. So I was like, oh, this is like lots of like That's little fate. That's it. Things. Yeah. That's so, so we why, had drinks. Why are you not the... living together yet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dying. Well, uh, oh, I was going to say, what's his name? It doesn't matter. No, what's so... he look like? Tall? Short? He... He's like not too tall, not too short, maybe like 5'11 or something. Okay. But yeah, he's, he's a bit older than me. He's 43. That's, got, that's, that's a good age, though. That's a solid age. People know. People know? They say that men do don't know? mature until 43. <laughs> <laughs> so that I'm 53 and I'm still 16. Do <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what I mean? What, what is maturity? So yeah. he's 43. How old are you? 29. Okay. Oh, that's fine. That's, good. Yeah. That's, a, that's like a good amount. And is it, what does he do for a living? Is he, he's is, a TV producer. Okay, so he's got money and he's got a job and he's... Connections. Where, 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 <laughs> where in London does he live? It's just about the fact that he's stable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, really yeah, awesome. that's it. Yeah, that's you need exactly stability. Yeah, 100%. Where in London do you live? What area? Uh, like East, like around sort of Mile End and that. Oh, like by where, where I live? Yeah. Bab. But we had... Um, so we went for like... Yeah, <laughs> He's on grind. Can you imagine if Danny had? It's die. just me without a wig on. For <laughs> 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 the day, I don't know how, like, if I'm actually going to see him again, like... Why? Well, I don't know, we just... Did we, you sleep together, or was it no. just... No. Did you knock him off in the toilet? No, I'd kind of said in my head, like, Did I was like, I you? really want to fuck him, but I was like, I'm not going to do it just because of, like, the signs and shit. I was like, oh, there could potentially be more there. Yeah. And then we laughed, like, a few hours. Then he was, like, had to leave to take a work call, but this is at, like, quarter to nine. Mm. Yeah, but that happens, bro. Yeah. I know, yeah, but then it was like, there was no, I'll message you, there was no, I'll call you. Oh, no, he just here. left. He just left. Oh, he didn't go outside to make the phone call. And then come back. No, he in. had to go take the phone call from home. Oh, I don't believe that. No, no, That's no, what no, I'm no. saying. I don't believe I that. Guess, it's like, okay, can you call me at 8.30? And just in case the date's not going right. Yeah. That's what I thought. But he had said earlier on, like, oh, I've got a call to make. And then I was just a bit like, so anyway, he left. Has he called you since? He messaged me the day after. Oh, that's all right then. But I kind of like, not like got myself in a state about it, but because I was kind of so what sure that I was being pied out, I was like, just drank a load of Long Island iced teas, gave myself a banging hangover, and then woke up and saw the message from him. Oh no! What did his message say though? Was just like, like, oh, how long were you out for? Because oh, yeah, because you're you know trash. What it is you project your your past experiences onto the future experiences. Yeah, of course. And, yeah, and our low our low self esteem from past trauma. Yeah, which we carry, all of us carry with us. Yeah. But that comes to the surface, so we start thinking, "Oh my God, I'm inadequate. He didn't like me. Therefore, yeah. I'm less than. Therefore, I'm going to get drunk on this." And then the next day, you know. And then what what happens is he only sees and hears you have a hangover, mm, and yeah. then straight away he, you know, might tap into what he does. Yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? So he's not really seeing the true answer. No, of course. Do you get but, what I mean? Yeah, but I wasn't drunk so we, we, on the day. We, we let out, no, 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 I'm no. just saying. Yeah. But, you know, when he's, you know, it, it just pick up on stuff, don't you? Yeah, of course. I just think, you know, we, we, as gay, you know, gay men and trans women, we we kind of cut ourselves short with this stuff. Yeah, totally. all the time, yeah. Because, we, you know, we, we come from a place of, of being made to feel less. Totally, yeah. And we overcompensate for it in the wrong areas. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? We, we really booze do. and boys. Even just being under like stress and being exhausted, it makes all the other stuff harder. Mm. So that when it was like the dating wasn't going right and I was just fucking tired and exhausted, I was like, oh, I just want to like, almost not like self-destruct, but I just want to like get away from the responsibilities the and stuff like that, you, you know? You hit the nail on the head when you self-destruct. Yeah. Is, we go to that destructive place. For me, um, when I, when I, I you, if you tell me 
that you hate my guts, I'll take you on holiday. If you tell me you love me, I'm on the next fucking train. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's right. That's that's mm-hmm. my, my wiring, and you know I will. So if anything's going really well in my life, I have this part of my me that destroys it <laughs> yeah, internally. Totally. Absolutely. So I, yeah. you know I, I can't deal so with success. Common. I can't deal with success. Mm. So I, you know, I, do, I have all these amazing things going on. Uh, I will be over in the corner with a box of matches yeah. and yeah. a can of paraffin, yeah. setting fire to things because that's all I know. Mm, and totally. it's about dealing with that stuff and looking at that stuff. Because you know what, Anthony, you're a catch. You're a catch. You're one of the most wittiest, oh, funniest people I know. <laughs> no, but you're 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 as equally as intelligent as you are witty and I kind of think and you're a good looking guy you've got so much going for you don't cut yourself short thank you gorgeous eyes if he doesn't want all six of them (laughs) if he doesn't if he doesn't want to call you back then you know what? Yeah, 100%. Be, no, you're so know right. Know your self-worth. No, bitch. Because you no. know, we, we don't. But the we thing go is, through life not knowing our self-worth. You said that to me on the phone a couple of months ago. Yeah, and I did really stuck that with job, right? Yeah, and you said, know your self-worth. You keep putting yourself down, know your self-worth. Mm. And it really stuck with me. Because we go through life, it's, it's drummed into us. Oh, look what, you, what you're too fat, you're too smart. Yeah, mm. No one likes, you're too bitch, you're too this, you're too that. That's what happens is, and what we do is, we, we forget who we are and what we're totally. worth. And yeah. the, the day that you own your self-worth is the day that everything changes. It's like Absolutely. fucking hard work, though, to have healthy self-worth and yeah. to have a healthy... It is, but once you get it, you get, you know... It, and when you're, you of get course. to that place in your life where you're all right with now... Honey, you know, I've done all of... I, I've... Just, I've sucked cock for rock, you know. I've I've, I've done it all, Not and really. you know what? Today I don't have to do that stuff because yeah. I know how much I'm yeah. worth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know I mean? I've given it away. I've done everything that I could possibly do mm-hmm. to to. to not feel that worth yeah. and you know what and it's a, it's a really soulless and hard sad place to be and yeah. and today I don't have that but sometimes you have to go to that place to get to where you are now yeah 100% yeah. 100%, mm. 100%. Yeah. You've got to start from the bottom. So there, there you go, Anthony. So know yourself well. Thank you. He's lost, not yours. Love yourself. Oh my god, no, he's still gonna message me. I can of course feel he is. it. Yeah, of course. I had a, I had a glow about Especially me. Especially if you go and hang outside his work <laughs> <laughs> on the bench across the road. <laughs> okay, so this this week's topic. Yeah. Story of the week. Yes. Yay. Uh, so this week's story of the week is um, an age gap couple. Yeah. Which was reported by the Pink News. Yeah. Who interviewed this couple. Um, the guy, the older guy is 55. Yeah. And Caleb, who is the younger boy, is 22. Right. So where does Caleb live? Uh, currently in Hawaii with <laughs> with his sugar daddy. Yeah. So the, what, is it a sugar daddy scenario? Or That's no, how they met, wasn't it? it was so like a, a, it started as a sugar daddy. Yeah. It started as a sugar daddy situation. Okay. Then they realised they have a deeper connection. Oh, yeah. To his wallet. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that other story. Do you remember the one, the gay boy, who 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 was going out with the old vicar? Oh my god, that was so funny. Yes! And the boy hated him and he was at the wedding. Yes! And then they were on text news. They were on the news and he was like, no, I don't even like him. And he was just like, oh my god. He was like a little Colombian thing, wasn't he? Fabulous. And she had loads of plastic surgery. And then she left him because he spent all his money. Yeah. But when I was 19, my boyfriend was 53. Yeah. So, which is basically the same age gap. So, and, and, I didn't see an issue in it at the time because I really liked him. Mm. 
my dad was really hurt by it, oh, I think. I, I think my dad, because he was older than my dad. Oh, my God. Um, but he was so fit. And when I was, and I was so caught up because he was, he's, he's kind of like a Z-less celeb anyway. So I was like kind of caught up in this whole energy, being 19, having this like fab older boyfriend and everything, living in a beefer. I thought I was it the best. It was Bruce Forsyth, was it? Oh, she mind it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you saw who that was, though. Didn't you? Yeah, it was him. But well, um, the thing is, I feel like obviously people can be say put a lot of the focus on the older person, yeah. who should like know better. Air quotes, but it's also the fact that people who are young are like horny and that as well. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm just no. saying, you I could, see nothing like, wrong with it as I... long as they're both. But the thing is, adults. they did meet six years before. Oh, so the boy was how old? Sixteen. Oh, then that's... The Pink News reported it as 17. So it said that they met six years before. And that he was 17. Wait, like, six years or they've been shagging all that time? I think they've been shagging the whole time, yeah, but it okay. wasn't exactly clear. Oh, it's not okay. right to fuck a 16 Well, for me, old. I think that, you know, my opinion... I, I, my love, I had a boyfriend that was 21 before David... It was a fucking nightmare. Couldn't even have yeah, an argument. Yeah, like, oh my God. You could not have an argument with that and you had to do it by text. <laughs> he'd be in the same room as you and he'd be texting you and he'd be like, just fucking say it so I can yeah. have a proper fight with you. Yeah. Joe, you, know, you think that they, they are, you know, he's 21, he's full of sexual stamina. No, <laughs> no. All he wanted to do was go out and party. It drove me insane. Yeah. Absolutely insane. And I had more in common with his mum and dad I was just than gonna, I did him. How, did. What, do you, what do you talk to a 16-year-old you about don't. when you're a 50-year-old man? You do, there's nothing to talk about. I, do, I can't even talk to people uh, that are like 21, 22, and, and I'm fucking 27. you're going to talk about that you grew yeah. up with are dead. Yeah. Like anyone that you watched when you were growing up on TV are now dead. There's no yeah. common ground. There, there yeah. is no common ground. Yeah. And you know what? Just And I, you see it. And I mean, I, I, I think, you know, my like... My partner's uh, turning 40 and I'm mm. 53. And for me, age is, I'm, I'm a 16-year-old. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm always Yeah, age is internal, isn't it? And I, and I kind of just think, you know, if you fall in love, you can't help with who you fall in love with. But if you're on a side looking for daddies and blah, 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 that's a whole different ballgame. And if, it, if that daddy happens to be paying for your, your university and buying you cars and presents and, and mm. everything else, that's a different scenario altogether. That's not love. No, that's lust. Yeah. And money. You know, that's prostitution. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. You But if you, which, which countries? It's America. Yes. I just think that 16 is too young. I just think, yeah, because... 16, like, eight, It's right. kind of verging on Nancy. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, how many months before would he have been 15? Well, that's what I mean. And 15 and 16 are the same thing. Sorry. That's what I mean. 100%. You're fucking a child. That's uh, what yeah, I mean. You are. Yeah, yeah. it's a child. You are 100%. Yeah. They're not yeah. mentally stable or adjusted or mature, anything. When I was 16, I didn't know my ass from my elbow. No, see, I don't know because not obviously. I think the guy is wrong for pursuing something with someone who is sixteen. Yeah, yeah, because he knows better. Yeah, exactly. It's wrong. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, not a fan. But then again, we don't know the full story. We're just going on what. <clears throat> but that said, says. if he's still with him at the age of twenty-three, you know exactly what's going on when you're twenty-three. So if they're two adjusted, consenting adults, then do what you do, what one or two, as long as not, you're not hurting anyone. Exactly. Yeah, it's mutually beneficial. The boy's getting a Mercedes, the man, old man's getting a blowjob. Yeah. Fabulous. <laughs> it's, 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 kind of, it's kind of true, do you know what I mean? It's like, at the end of the day, is there nothing better for them to report on? Yeah. <laughs> what I mean? Seriously, come well, on. The bit that made me laugh is then uh, how they'd made this big thing about a deeper connection. And then when the pink news is, they're like, oh, what do you have in common? And they're like, oh, we have this really cute dog. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you have a dog in common. 
And then he's fabulous. Like, yeah, uh, you know, well, that, that just shows you that something's going wrong in their relationship because that's the first thing Kate's get. When, they, when one's cheating on the other, oh, I cheated on let's get a dog. Yeah. <laughs> oh, our relationship's like when really, straight people have kids. Just, exactly, a band aid exactly puppy. Yeah. Exactly. That's a exactly band aid puppy. Totally. Exactly Not band aid as in uh, all those celebs in the 80s on the stage, but as in a plaster. <laughs> yeah. I love the money not going to actually Ethiopia. But we won't go there either. Um, <laughs> 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 well, you sound like you've got some um, frustrations to let out on the industry. Oh, no. No, no, no. It'll be it forever. <laughs> I mean, Who's the worst person you've met? Worst person I've ever met myself. <laughs> I'd say that myself. Have you met ever? Old mate, yeah. I mean, look, I met, I met some right, uh, some right cunts. Do you get what I mean? Who's been the biggest disappointment to you in terms of who you thought they'd be amazing and you met them and you're like, oh, what a letdown? Uh, Christina Aguilera. Really? Yeah. Why? Because oh, I just thought she would be really sassy and everything and she just wasn't. She was like a middle-aged housewife at that time. Oh. I mean, Madonna. I've met, I've met like several different Madonnas. I met the young Madonna. I met, you know, Blonde which Ambition eras? Madonna, okay, yeah. which was amazing. Mm. Blonde Ambition Madonna, Blonde Ambition was so much fun. She was brilliant. She was a laugh. She, you know, she was powerful. Mm, mm. And then, I, you know, and now the, the recent... Not a fan Magic of this Matamax shit. No, nor am I. But you know what? At the same time, I, I, I think there's something quite amazing about it in, in the sense that she's done it. She has got some that. fab tracks out at the minute, though. Yeah, and I mean, the album's shit. There's, like, three tracks on it. Yeah. Like, you know, but then again, that's my judgment. And and that's my that, my opinion. But, yeah, I mean, you know, the recent mm. Madonna's not not my cup of tea. Meeting her, because I've worked for her quite a few times recently. Yeah. And that. But, I mean, just... What's she like as a person? Is she amazing? Well, I used to go out with her brother years ago. Oh, did you? Did you? Know you? I used to go with Christopher. What, date him or...? Yeah, oh. for, like, seven months. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I don't really I actually know that much about her in terms of oh, like. I don't know what her brother I looks know she's like. A gay brother Chris is gorgeous, but you know, uh, know they don't talk anymore. Oh, why not? Because you know, they're just you know siblings, and you know, she he did a book on her, and she hated it, and blah blah blah. But yeah, yeah, it was a very different different Madonna then. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. You know, come on, is you know, it's it's hard to stay at that level without being a cunt. She you looked fucking to. terrible on Eurovision. Oh, oh car crash. Bad. Worst performance I've ever really seen her do. Bad. Is she? Pillars down the stairs. Yeah. What was that about? Awful. Just no, no, no point to it. She looked like she And could... then she was walking up the stairs and it was just like, She should have come down those stairs on the yeah. stand of stair lift. No, she terrible. looked decrepit. But, yeah, I mean, there's, oh, I mean, there's loads of people that are complete cunts. Has she so got bum fillers now? Because I saw these pictures her of her bizarre, performing at Stonewall, yeah, and... Huge. Probably. Huge, yeah. Mm. But you know, the thing is, like all of us, when we start, we don't know when to stop. Yeah. And you get what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like, you do one area. It's like, it's like you decorate your house. Well, you've like, had too much you buy work a new sofa, you haven't had enough. You, <laughs> you buy a sofa. I had, I had more than enough. I had it all taken out, remember? Do you remember the cheekbones on the lips? <laughs> oh my God, I forgot lips. your lips. Yeah, and, and the cheekbones out there. I was like, George came home once and he walked into the kitchen and went, what the fuck have you done to your Listen, mate? you I'm know... Like, oh, <laughs> what are you about all dribbling? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and boy George is telling you about botched <laughs> surgery. Like, what the fuck have you done? I was like, I look great. I was mental. I'm mentally disturbed. But you know... Um, yeah, as what was we saying? I've forgotten now. We were just talking about Madonna. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. No, we're talking about who's who's the best and who's the worst person. Can yeah. Everybody has different qualities. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? I've met people that I just think, oh fuck off. And I met people, oh my god, I love. Do you get what yeah. I mean? Mm. Yeah. The ones that you think that you're gonna you're gonna hate, you end up loving. It's like me. My best friends are the ones I've always hated. 
Yeah. You know, when I meet them, I think, I fucking hate that cunt. And then, you know, suddenly like, they're your best friend. Do you yeah, know what I mean? so what, like, you've like, because made they, judgment? You, or... Well, because you see yourself in them. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I, get, and, I understand You see yourself that. in them. And, you know what? It's kind of like, you know, it's that old saying of when you point the finger, there's... There's three pointing back. Three pointing back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and that's kind of what it's about, because you see yourself in them, you think, oh, no, I don't like that person. I don't yeah. like the way they are. Who's, like, people you, you thought you were going to... she did, you know, what? Who's people, like, you thought you were going to hate, but then you actually liked? Victoria Beckham. Yeah. Victoria you thought you were going to hate Vicky B? Yeah, I kind of... No, I didn't think I was going to hate her. I just thought, you know, I love her. She's yeah. Like, she's the most wittiest, funniest... She's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Do you know what Stunning. I mean? We talk about face creams and stuff like that. Like, I message her in the morning. So she messages her and she's like, have you tried this? <laughs> I've like, been using it for months. Like Barbara Sturm. Like, 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 why do you still look old, cunt? No, 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 no. <laughs> At least I'm relevant. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's perception of who we think people are. Yeah. And the way they're going to be. And people have that perception with me. People come up to me in the start being really rude. Yeah. They think, oh, oh okay, I'm going to be rude to him before he's rude to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's not the case. And I just yeah. think, why are you doing that? Because yeah. I had this perception of, because I use the word cunt a lot on social media. Yeah. That you're going like to be aggressive. That, that I'm yeah. going to be that way. So mm. they come up and they have to say something to try and get the first word. And I'm like, why are you being like that? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's the way they, they perceive you to be. Yeah. And I had this like, you know, I've been around a long time, so and I was a bitchy, I was a bit a vile bitch. You know, I would walk into a room and I could make seventeen people cry, and I'd leave feeling happy because I'd. You had the power. Yeah, and yeah. it was awful. It was an awful place to be. So that perception's always gone with that. People mm. are, oh God, he's so vile. But you know what? What makes you laugh about things is people go, "Oh, you ain't changed." <laughs> Fucking hell! Yeah. Have I changed? Jesus Christ, do you go? I mean, A, I'm allowing you to say that to me. So that in itself means I've changed. Yeah. You wouldn't even got near me before. Do you go what I mean, honey? Mm -hmm. You would have been right at the back of the queue. I understand and that though. It's like if, if, I, if I go to a gay club mm. and I meet somebody for the first time and they start speaking to me like I'm a drag queen, that's the most irritating oh. someone. Mm. When someone comes up to me and they're like, yeah, slay, work. And I'm like, her, not American, not a drag queen. Fuck off, I'm having a cigarette. Exactly. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because they yeah. had that perception that yeah. they think that's what they need to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, gay culture teaches us to be like that. Yeah. You know, we start off really innocent. Well, I didn't, I was never innocent. But we start off in this, in this, in this, kind of bubble right and then we come out of that bubble like an egg basically a chicken coming out of an egg without sounding cliche about chickens but you know we can, we hatch and then suddenly we gay society and you know the internet and magazines make us believe that we suddenly have to live a RuPaul's Drag Race lifestyle yeah, absolutely. and we have to say certain words back in my day it was putting the S, an S on the end of everything everyone used to go are you going heavens yeah. <laughs> really yeah, always that's everything had an S on the end of it it's like, oh yeah, what she's like. You know, it's like everything heaven is. Yeah. Heavens, trades. Oh, get trades. It's like, it's fucking called trade. But you know, people, it was always. Well, trade was bad. You know, and and that's kind of that preconception that we have to be gay. Oh, that's how we talk. This is yeah. what we do. No, it's not. Just be yourself. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Seriously, be, drop the S. I think a lot of the time as well, when people do that, like when they they come up to you and they've sort of made perceptions about you, mm. is they try and do it in like almost like a bonding way yeah. because they see you on Pushes social me media the and stuff. Way. Totally. If somebody does yeah. it with me, when yeah. people come up to me and talk about my Instagram stories and stuff like that, it pushes me in the opposite direction. I get like, oh God, don't want to talk about it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I get people coming up to me saying it all the time, like, oh, we love, what, like, you make me laugh every day. And I'm like, yeah. oh, thank you, that's really sweet of you. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I love but you come that. up and you challenge me on a different story, on a different thing. Then it's like my wall goes up. And yeah. I'm like, you ain't gonna get. You're not gonna talk to me because I'm just. I walk off. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's kind of like you know this is the world we live in. We live in a world of social media that we build this stuff up. We build these okay. walls. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. For protection, ninety-five percent of the time. Yeah. We protect ourselves with it. Do you know what I mean? But I do. I just. I, I I see people and I just think, please just be yourself. Yeah. You're actually a really nice person. Yeah. Why are you acting like that? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Why are you doing a Jeff drop on the floor in the middle of McDonald's when you're queuing for a fillet of fish? <laughs> just get the fucking fillet of fish. Do you know what I'm saying, Joe? It's like you don't need to do a Jeff drop in the middle of it. Yeah. Honey, no one cares. Do you know what I mean? Literally no one like cares. Like they haven't yeah. seen it a million times anyway. <laughs> and you know, it's like, you know, that and drunk people. Fuck off. <laughs> Death droppers and drunk people, they're... <laughs> people that you know just like that whole mentality of like okay I'm gonna do it oh look at me yeah okay let's look at I'm you probably let's sit you that. on a chair and let's really look at you look at, you look ain't at your gonna brain. like that at all darling do you know what I'm saying let's see the real you no I'll do a dress drop instead do you know what I mean in the middle of McDonald's okay yeah so what you're saying it's like it's like a facade it's overcompensation okay, okay and yeah. it's a, you know it's it, because no, they're so scared of not think being like, revealed of who they are. Do you not think like some people just do like to just entertain people? Yeah, of course, but why are they entertaining? As I always say to people, who are you entertaining? Because, you know, it's like people go, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and I said this to him, and I'm like, yeah, but who are you entertaining with that? Yeah. Is it about you? What are you getting from that? What, what do you think's really good about doing that? Going, well, some people are, in McDonald's. No, but that, that was just that, I don't actually mean they do a death drop in McDonald's. I was no, no. it was like, you know, um but what it's people are naturally entertaining. Mm. I mean look, you're entertaining, I'm entertaining. We walk into a room and we can entertain that room. Yeah. Done it all our lives. Because yeah. that's how we cope. It's our coping mechanism. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. That is our coping mechanism. Therefore, I'm going to make you all laugh so no one of you will know what's really going on in my internal fires. I'm, yeah, I'm going to make you laugh with me so you don't yeah, laugh at me. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah I'm going to be exactly. Yeah. I'm going to be the loudest. I'm going to out loud you, and then I'm going to walk, and you're all going to remember me. Totally. And that's yeah. what it is, and it all comes from one place, and that's one place of fear. Yeah. That fear of not being liked, fear of being, people being judged. It all comes from a place yeah. of fear, and it's when we yeah, look at totally. that fear and we think, why am I scared of that? Why am I scared of allowing people to be intimate with me or mm. allowing people to see the real me? Yeah. You know, but what happens is the the sad thing about gay culture is, and it's not even about gay culture or our community, it's about everybody that knows you, they think they're on the, you're on the same chapter. Mm -hmm. So someone I've known for 20 years, and I haven't seen them for 15 of those 20 years, will think I'm the same person I was 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, totally. Oh my God, totally. you ain't changed. Yeah. Fucking come and live in my house, honey, and see <laughs> yeah. how much change there yeah. is. Do you get what I'm saying to you? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I pay tax. Don't tell me I ain't changed. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like... <sighs> I pay more enough tax for fucking half of London. <laughs> Let, don't tell me I ain't changed because I didn't pay tax until I was 41. <laughs> 41, actually. It's even bigger now, 46. But you know, it's like, yeah. you know, and people love to judge you on your past tense. Well, they, they think they're on, you're on that same chapter as them and they, 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 they think that they have the right to judge you on that. They don't know what's going on for you. You don't know what's 100%. going on for so Honestly, just, I feel like I get this all the time as well, especially with like, when the blog really sort of 
the most yeah. people were reading it. Yeah. I was going out all the time. I was playing all the time. And I'd just write candidly about what I was going through. Mm. And I think that's obviously what made it relatable. Mm. But even now, like years later, when I haven't written like a trashy story in years, people still assume that I'm like... <laughs> writing about popcorn. Oh, do you remember that time you wrote that? Or... Do you remember the time you wrote that? Oh, no, that? I don't mind that. Because I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah nostalgia. And you like no, my but they're work. still that's on that shit. same page and they think you're on that page too. Yeah, or they're just like, oh, do you remember that? You haven't been anything funny since then. <laughs> it's been three years. <laughs> no, but you, you, you grow, don't you? No, of and you I do. think. Oh, but all the time. People that don't grow it's like, it's, I, I mean, are the ones that say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it's not. You know, the ones that get me are the ones that always say, you know, I don't go out anymore because it's not the same. Good. Good. Cause it Hello. Was, yeah. Could you imagine how boring it would be if it was if nothing changed and it was still the same? It's not the same. Hello, fucking Luya, it's not the same. Do you know what I mean? Oh my God, I've been doing this job 40 odd years nearly. Do you know what I mean? That's like 37. Kind of catching on to 40. But you know what? Thank God I've changed. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying to you? And they're the ones because they don't go out. So mm. they're stuck on that page. Mm. You know, oh, nothing's as good as Acid House. Nothing's as good as Disco. Nothing's as good as Trade. Nothing's as good as Heaven. And it's like, <sighs> want to bet? Get off up your ass and go out and find it. There's fun parties still in London. Oh, man, there's millions of fun parties. It, it isn't. We are in trouble, I feel. It isn't, you know what, in yeah. terms of gay world, you know what it is? it's going away. But there's still fun things to do. Do you know what it is? Deal. It's nature, right? Things grow, mm-hmm. they become really beautiful. They blossom, they go big, and then they die. Yeah. I can't cope with you today. You're really giving me these words of wisdom. But it's true. <laughs> like and, 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 and when things die... Yeah, things no, die, I agree, I agree. The reason they die is so that they can recede. Yeah. Actually, I, so what's happening right now is we're in a, in a place like of life as well, mud and yeah. seeds. We're in a place of mud and seeds. We've got all these little seedlings growing It'll all happen. over London, all little plants growing, and all that one of them is, is craving for the most light. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is, and that one will get the light. And things, it's nature. I've seen this so many times come and go. When London's really at its heyday, and suddenly it implodes, mm-hmm. and then we get all of this like type Shit. division. People go off and do this, don't do that, and and then suddenly something new will come, and everyone will be like, "Oh my god, this is incredible!" Yeah, and that's a really exciting time. Yeah. I also and think- I really think we're in an exciting time. I think for the gay, in terms of the gay scene for London, though, another thing that has changed massively, which I don't think will revert, is that we, um, we as like gay and trans people, mm. needed our own spaces to be safe before, and now we don't necessarily no, we need don't. that anymore. We can go to any venue and be safe, mm. um, and we, 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 you can go with your boyfriend to I don't know Ministry of Sound or wherever it is mm. and Fabric. And be fab and have a good time being surrounded by straight people because you don't need to go to a gay yeah. club to be gay anymore. You can be everywhere. That's but we live in a bubble. Yeah, yeah. Oh, bubble. totally. London's we, a massive bubble a, for it. Yeah, bubble. And there's certain areas in London that you wouldn't be able to go to that club and be. Yeah, be you're right. Friend. Yeah, and, and and that's because yeah. of all yeah. the boxes that we put ourselves into. Yeah, and and, and I kind of just think you know that. There's a place for everything, right? Mm-hmm. And you know what? I, 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 I truly believe that when we, when I do parties and I put parties on, it's not about being gay. It's not about being straight. It's about being inclusive, about everybody. Yeah. Private life. When we start private life, the whole idea of it was like for everyone. What went on behind closed doors stays yeah. behind. You know, you could do what you want. I don't care about that. Yeah. And you know, last year when we did Prouder, the whole idea of Prouder campaign with Adidas was for. It. It wasn't about pride, gay pride. It was about Prouder. So it was about 
David Beckham and he's talking about how proud he is of his children. And Elton John and David Furnish talking about how proud they are of their children without putting it into a label on a box. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Because that's what life should be. Yeah. That we all talk about stuff so freely and so naturally without saying, okay, I'm a gay man, I'm this, I'm that. You know, you're a human being. We run yeah. the risk of giving ourselves so many labels that separates When we put ourselves into yeah. that box, yeah, I'm about we fi- become small. I'm about 50 things before I'm trans. Yeah. I, I, oh, like, hun, hun, yeah. you're an amazing woman. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and we put, when we put ourselves into a box, we become small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's about taking ourselves it's out about of the It's about being bigger than that, box. about it being really human. Yeah, about getting out of the box, not getting into it. It really is about just literally taking away those walls of that box and just opening it up. And, you know, we're going to do Prouder again next year with Adidas Worldwide. Amazing. And the whole concept is changing so that people can actually go online and buy a pair of trainers that have been made in that design. So, and oh, the they're going to, like, multiply, the, they're going to produce the designs. Yeah, Some of those designs were fab. Yeah, everyone this year is going to be a shoe that you can buy. Oh. And also, we're opening it up to, so that in January and February, people can apply to make their own shoe. Oh, that's with fun. their backstory, so they're going to tell us why. Mm, so, like, love you know, that. that's you, major. You come from this place of pain or trauma, yeah. or you come from a, an amazing, beautiful place. You tell us that story, and we'll make that into a trainer for you. You design it, and whoever wins the competition will get uh, a certain amount of shoes made for them and their family, ah, and then that shoe so will go cool. on sale. That's really cute. For a charity, yeah. and this year it's going to be different charities in different countries. So we're doing it in New York Pride. We're doing it uh, in. Uh, New York, Paris, London. It's going to move around. Yeah. It's going That's to be major. And it's going to be all about local designers, not just different designers. So it's a lot bigger this next year. And it's 50 years of the Superstar Shelto. Okay, run cool. run DMC trainer, which is really exciting for me because it's my favourite trainer. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind yeah, of, you're you know, a big trainer buff, aren't you? I'm a ma- major yeah. trainer. Love them. You know what it is? Like, I, um, as I say, I had one pair of trainers. Right. Yeah, and, was, and now you can have as many as you I've want. Got, I've got two lockups for the trainers, yeah. which is kind of like you know about what I'm going to do in in February of next year. Is I'm I'm having a Auction sale. Them. I'm having a sale. What size are you? Size ten, but I get size ten. It's like all different sizes. You can come over any time and have a look. I'm coming through on I'm ten. Gonna, we're going <laughs> to set up a stall in, in Covent Garden and just sell it all off for charity. Yeah, I'm doing it with Blondie, my friend. He does skateboard. You know, Blondie's skateboard. with the gold tooth. Yeah, Bad. and because we get, I, I'm very privileged. I get sent so much stuff. Yeah, so yeah, much exactly. Stuff. Yeah. And I look at it and I just think, oh, I'm coming around. And I just want, you I'm know raiding what? It. I'm coming too. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not about possessions. I don't. I'm not one of these people that go, I've got to keep that. Do you know what I mean? I'll wear it a few times and then get rid of it. Do you know what I mean? I oh, I mean, so if you've worn it a few times and you've got the photo in it, then it's yeah, time exactly. to move on, isn't it? So we just, like, you know, just move it on, sell it. So, yeah, and I think... I don't want... It's like, what's it doing for me? Do you mm. know what I mean? And what were you going to sell them at, like, retail price? No, 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 no. <laughs> whatever, you know, it's going to be a sound, you know, there's obviously... There's what charity would you raise money for? Right now, I, I really, I, you know, I, I really love Mermaids. I I ran a marathon for Mermaids last year. Yeah, I, I did three grand for them. And you know who else I love? The Children's Cancer Trust. Just to clarify, Mermaids is a charity that supports trans youth yes. and their families, and they 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 fund therapy and they're getting amazing. people getting people into private healthcare. And they're a really great charity. They actually um, really support. A friend of mine died a couple of years ago, and they really supported her mm. throughout her throughout her transition. And that was why I ran the marathon for yeah, her and did. for. Them. We yeah. did prouder uh, pr- this this summer, the party at Pride uh, with Adidas, and all the money went to 
Mermaid. They're a great charity. Yeah, and they're going to be one of the... They're going Midlands to be based, the, aren't they? Yeah, they're yeah. going to be one of the main ones that get it. And it's obviously, each, wherever we do it, it's going to have a local charity that's going to benefit from it. Oh, that's such a great project, Tony. Because, you know, it's really important to give back. People forget about giving back. You know, it's, it really pisses me off at Pride when people start charging 20-odd quid to get oh, into a disgusting. party. disgusting, yeah. Uh, you know, Manchester Pride being you, 70 quid. You don't need to do that. I think that's both days. Wrong. It's wrong. Yeah, but you don't need to do that. Why don't you just get a sponsor to give you that money? Don't yeah. tell me you can't do it because you can. I've got Adidas. But they have Adidas. sponsors anyway. Adidas pay us yeah. to do those parties. Adidas give that money. To, to whatever charity I say. I was like, okay, I think it's a really good idea if we do this. And they're like, yeah, let's do that. Do but they have sponsors anyway. Like Manchester it, Pride and Brighton Pride are sponsored by... Exactly. Did you see, did, did I hear you go to Kylie at Brighton? No, I didn't. Do you know what? I wasn't a huge Kylie fan before that gig. She's incredible, isn't she? She put on a show. She's incredible. That was, she was so nervous about it. That was so. one of the best performances I've ever seen. That so was much. incredible. I actually missed it. She turned it. Literally, I was crying. I was crying. It was so good. She was, so in, it was amazing. She and then the, the, the video that, um, I don't know if she'd elected for it to be played or not beforehand. They played this video before she came on. It was about five minutes. And it was um, it was all about the reason that Pride is yeah, happening. Alan Cross made that video. It, yeah, it did. I messaged him because yeah. that video was so moving. Well, I didn't go Brighton Pride this year. It was fab. I didn't it go... was one of the best Pride. I went to four Prides this year. I did Berlin, I mean, I was... Brighton, London yeah. and Margate. I mean, they, they, do, they, they, they turn it out. But, you know, for me, I, I, I worked for them the last seven years. And, and last year I was there and, and I didn't get any thanks. I didn't, you know, it was like I, I kind of was like in the middle of a, in a field doing nothing. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And I kind of was like, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. I know myself worth. You can't get me a can of Coke. Really? And, you know, making me queue up and my boyfriend can't get into the park. Fuck off. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to, you know, I'm all for pride. I'll support anyone. You know, it, and it's about giving back. And as I say, when you do the, put people put on these big pride parties and charge, because that's self game It's capitalising on it's it. It's self game Yeah. And then they got the, they're the first ones to Your jump. Your party's free, isn't it? Yeah, the always free. Trail. Always free, free every year. Yeah. And, you know, and we had 3,000 people this year. Yeah, it was and amazing. And it was like insane. I only you popped know, in, but it was great. People, you know, they, 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 they're the first ones to jump on the, oh my God, he's, how dare he do that? Oh, he's not doing anything for the community. But you're taking that 20 quid at Pride for yourselves. You're like, what are you giving back? Yeah. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's the one day of the year where it should all be three. I'm sorry, that's my opinion. Something that's think. happening with, with Pride that, as, <clears throat> as things change at the moment that I find really, really hard to stomach is the companies that stick a rainbow on something and they say, yeah. uh, and they mm. say a portion of this is yeah. going towards and they give literally like 1% or oh, something. Oh, they don't even it's give that. disgusting. They don't even give that and they take the VAT off it. They take the VAT off it as well. Yeah, it's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. Like m and they worked out that the amount that m and gave, gave out of Kennedy Trust. Yeah, was, was like 11 grand mm. and, they, and, and that wow. was how much money they'd made off of it in one day's sales in one store in central London. Mm. And they're selling more of the UK and just gaining. It's yeah. so, well, it's so annoying. Can I just tell you who is out here doing shit for the fucking gay community, selling her merch and donating 100% of the proceeds to LGBT charities? Who? More MILF, the cock destroyer. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Yes, big respect say to her. Rest, for but not for me. <laughs> 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 you know, people just don't do that, do they? Like, you know, 
And all those brands that do it's just wrong. Jump on yeah, that. it's wrong and it's do you sad. Know what I mean? the tokenism yeah. is like okay. Tokenism, yeah, you know, totally. And, and it, it, yeah, every shop's got a fucking rainbow on everything. It, I mean, it's such a double-edged sword. You think, look how far we've come. But then on the same side, you know, Primark ain't given anything anything twice for those fucking t-shirts, and they're just Honestly, taking our flag. Yeah. You need fair. to like look at the actual like statistics of what. And how a much kid made it in a sweatshop in fucking India. Exactly. You need to look at what they no actually now. are giving back. Yeah. If you look at like places like Levi's, I think Levi's give fifty percent, whereas then other places would be ten. Levi's are really good. Levi's I, are I good. Levi's are really good. Kills. Kills are really good. Kills. Kills skin skincare. Product. They're brand. amazing. They've been doing it for like the last ten years. They've been giving back every year. Oh, I know. They, they, they donate so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They do so much for that. They mm. give Equinox gyms amazing. They're another one brand. Hang on, isn't Hold Equinox on. in the centre of the scandal at the <laughs> no, moment they are, now? But, they, but every year they do these massive gay pride campaigns. And they yeah, so they did it with the, um, the Pose cast this year, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, and they also did it with all of the old. All of the old uh, queens from New York, like the ones that started the house Stonewall, queens, all of those queens were all in it, and they give back. But they you know, back. they're doing that and they're throwing these parties with the postcards and, and that, and then they're donating millions and millions and oh, millions to Trump. Trump. Yeah. yeah. So and that's you know, it's it's. Uh, I'm not going to not get into Trump on that note. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing now? Uh, you're going to tell us something explosive, and then we're going to. Wrapping up. Wrap up the show. Something yeah. explosive? Yeah. Like what? I don't know, Tony. You've got fucking 50,000 years worth of experience. <laughs> Should some <have> dice up? <laughs> I don't A know. Relic. What do you want to know? Um, who did more coke back in the day, Kate or Naomi? <laughs> who did more coke? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> All I can say is that I probably did more than both of them put together. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? They're both clean. That's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's about today where yeah. people are at. And you know what? You can judge. We, you know, we, we're all too good at judging people on their pasts. Let's judge them for where they're at today. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I love it's this. True. It's so true. Really, I'm through. really, I'm really bad at that. Because mm. I'll be like, oh mm. god, her, she's a mess. No, yeah, she was right. a mess that past. Was time. Sorry. yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And, totally. and you know what? Forget the past isn't what defines us. It's about tomorrow. That's you really about. have changed. No, it's true though. You know, because we can go through life just judging everyone. Yeah. On mm -hmm. how we want to be judged, or oh, I don't like her. She was rude to me once. So what? She's probably having a bad day. Yeah, exactly. You don't know what's exactly. going on with her, so yeah. you know, don't judge her on that. Do you get yeah. what I mean? Yeah. If I tell you to fuck off today, I mean fuck <laughs> off. Do you know what I mean? Back in the day, if I told you to fuck off, it means you're either treading on my toes. I had something I wanted or trying to sniff around somewhere I wanted to find. Do you know what I mean? That was kind of like the, the real morals of it. But today it's not like, you know. But yeah. So, next question. <laughs> what have I got coming up? What have yeah, you got coming up? What are you promoting at the minute? What are you pushing? I'm not really promoting just myself. My career's just gone bigger and bigger in so many other areas of fashion and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, this September I'm doing Donatella, I'm doing everybody. And uh, actually, I'll tell you a really good story about Donatella. So I went over to do, in Milan, to do, they flew me over to do Edward's party at Donatella's house. And I get there and I'm in her living room, <laughs> like, which is mental in itself, right? And I'm sitting in, 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 in her living room. She comes in and goes, that Donny... Donatella Versace, and I was like, oh, hi. And she was like, oh, my God, it's such an honour to have you in my house. I went, are you fucking mental? <laughs> it's the other way around. And she was like, no, darling. I thought, I, I love you. And I was like, OK. That's so anyway, fair. I was DJing, and she comes over with Kendall Jenner, and, she, and they were like, we love your Instagram. And I'm like, I can't believe you follow me. Yeah. And she's like, follow you, darling. No K, no play. And high-fived me. And 
okay, no play. And I was like, and then you know when you had those moments, you think, what the fuck just happened? Did you ever meet Johnny? Did that real? Yeah. You did. That was like your catchphrase. That was my catchphrase when I was using at trade. I used to turn the music. Yeah, I used to turn the music up and go, no K, no play. And people would bring me ketamine, and I would DJ, carry on DJ. Uh, for years, I was doing it at trade. Oh my god! I turn the music on, go, no K, okay, no play, and people would bring me drugs. And she comes up to me and said, "No, God, darling, no K, no play," and high fived me and walked up. And I was like, "That's fabulous!" <laughs> it's like the most surrealist moment. I was like, "Did Donna? Dead. Why did? How does Donna tell of Versace? No, no K, no play." That's weird. I, I said, I said afterwards to Edward, "How the fuck?" She said, "She's obsessed. She's been reading up on everything about you." And I was just like, "No." And then the other week, I was at this thing in Nice and she was there and she came to the DJ box I was hanging out in the DJ box and I was just like like standing there will you write a book? yeah I'm writing a book you are yeah I'm writing a book at the moment called Fat Cunt are you serious? Yeah, that's what it's called, yeah. That's the working title at the moment. I love that title. I think the title yeah. should be No K, No Play. Yeah. No, it was going to be called right. Polly I've been writing it for the last six months. I've got a ghostwriter, me and Michael Hennigan. He comes over to my house twice a week and we I love we your sit stories. and we write. And, you know, it's, what's good about the book is, right, is the fact that it's not... Because I could tell you my story, right? Mm. And that, that doesn't mean... My story's not real. It's yeah. not accurate. You could tell my story, and you, if you were there, you would tell that story. So what we're doing with the book is we're getting all the ex-boyfriends whose lives I've ruined, and there's a lot, <laughs> to tell their story. That's, That's amazing. That's so funny. And we're having all the friends, like George is doing, uh, telling his story. And then, so all these different people are telling their opinion and, and, and their 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 story. Do you know, it's it's kind of... Re- it's, it's, it's kind of I thought I'd be alright about most of it and it's kind of been bringing up stuff that I never felt I'd, I thought I'd de- dealt with right really big it's stuff like therapy I guess yeah it really is and, and you know there's been moments where I've actually physically been sick oh wow about the abuse, child abuse stuff and stuff like that when I was a kid and I was talking about it and you know and suddenly I was like really nauseous and I was like oh, what have I eaten and I went and vomited and it trauma. wasn't about what I'd eaten, it was the trauma. Yeah. And by bringing that stuff up, it's make, allowing me to see stuff and, and be different. Mm. And the book's like, you know, it's all going to be about sex addiction. Because my life's in so many different sections, you know, there was like, when I was a kid, I worked. You know, I, I, I come from a, a really big alcoholic family, blah, blah, blah. So my dad, I used to wake up and my dad would be beating my mum up on a Sunday morning. And my mum would take overdoses. At the age of uh, at the age of eight, I would take her to hospital, and I, I went through all of that trauma. And and in our family, the only attention you could get was negative attention. My brothers would always be in trouble with the police, so therefore I was the middle gay one. So all all I knew was, okay, I'm gonna throw. It. I had my tonsils out at a really young age, like four or five, and it introduced me to care. I was in hospital and people cared. Mm. People showed me love. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I want more of this. So I would throw myself downstairs. I would fall off buses on purpose. I was continually in hospital as a kid because it became it was affection. I, and I, I got that affection. Yeah. And of course, when you're searching for that, the predators find that. Yeah. And they yeah. prey on that. So I was abused. And of course, I was sexualized. So I, that all turned into the sort of sex addiction came from. So I was kicked out of school at 13. Right. For having sex with drug teach and, and that, that I could jump 28 years, you know. That was, you know, how it all started right. to pan out. Yeah. Uh-huh. So writing about that stuff, you know. So that's the first section. And then there's the drug section with all the stories of the drugs and everything. And then there's the recovery section. And the recovery sections have got, probably got more drama and more damage in it than the rest put together. Yeah. Because I was responsible. 
So in the last 13 years, the amount of damage and chaos that I've caused yeah. by being sober, mm. it's only the last three that I've really looked at the stuff and worked on it. And the sex addiction, no one ever really understands sex addiction. They think that they, you know, I, I say this all the time when you meet people and they go, yeah, my husband's having an affair. Yeah, he's a sex addict. He's not a fucking sex addict. He's a wrong and he's having an affair. Sex addiction isn't about having sex with one person. Sex addiction is about... It's like one is too many and a thousand is never enough. I could have sex ten times a day when I'm in sex addiction and it's like having a fucking glass of water. It's like having pizza delivered and still being hungry at six o'clock. It's about self-destruction. I use sex the same way as I use drugs to kill myself. And that's addiction. And no one really writes about this stuff. So this book's about that stuff and it's about everything. And of course, it's about my, the funny stories and anecdotes in it. You know, like, you know, there's some amazing stuff. And, but it's about, it's not about me talking about my friends. My friends mm. are going to be talking about me. Yeah. That's fab. And that's the other way around to doing it. Because people would expect me to go, oh, and so-and-so did this. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can add that. Because I'm not giving a view on them. Yeah. All I can talk about is my truths. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, you know. Can't wait to read it. It's going to be. It's, yeah, this it's, is amazing. Uh, it's being put together. The, the skeletons are being put together at the moment. It's kind of just like everything's in there, you know. <laughs> it's funny. That sounds fab. It's going to be good. And, you know, I'm looking forward to that coming out. Because it can. it's not about... That's me trying to be like, you know, oh God, I did this and I did that. What it's about is the fact that from pain and from sorrow and from trauma can come really amazing things. Do you get yeah. what I mean? Mm. And then, of course, as soon as those amazing things... It's like building a really beautiful building with a really beautiful tower and then blowing it up. Yeah. That's yeah. what I do. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And then thinking, oh, shit. Got need to rebuild that. Yeah. Trying, oh God, I've got nowhere to live now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh shit, I'm homeless again. Oh fuck, I'm on my own again with no yeah. money. That's what it's about. It's almost like how they say that the trauma and the pain and stuff is just more comforting than being happy 100%. because you're just more comfortable. You know, I always with it. say it's to people, what you know. Yeah, because I used to say my life was shit, mm. but it was my shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you know what? You can either wallow in that shit, or you can put that shit to bed yeah. and use that shit to fertilize. You know what I okay, mean? And yeah. grow. And, and, and that's that. kind of what I do today. I kind of look at that stuff and I just think, okay, should I make? What can I fertilize out of this shit? I've, and seriously, you have yeah. to. You have to. It, you know, a simple way of looking at it is like, instead of saying, "Oh, why am I always doing this? Why does this happen to me? Why is he saying that? Why have I done this? How can I change this?" Yeah. How can I be that different person? It's about turning why into how. Yeah. Simple as that. And on that note, you can all fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you. Uh, I love you too. Thank you for coming in. Oh, it's all right. It was good fun. Yeah. So we say bye. Bye, guys. Thank bye. you so Thank much you for listening. So Thank you for coming. Oh, you're welcome.